Hello, I'm Amy Westerbelt, and this is Season 3 of Tell Me About Your Mother. Welcome! Today we're going to hear from Sarah Miller, a writer and editor for the new online magazine Popula. Sarah is also an author and one of the best humor writers in the country today. You've almost deftly chuckled out loud at one of her Daily Shouts pieces on the New Yorker website, or one of her essays in The Cut. I'm going to read from one of my favorites just to give you a hint of who Sarah is. This is from a piece in The Cut entitled, A New Google Doc of Media Men. Once the shitty media men list was made public, many asked, where will we draw the line? Who will be next? Will there be another list? It appears there is. The mild-mannered men in media list has now been revealed. At first glance, you might wonder, do these missteps really rise to the level of civil or criminal offenses? If that's your reaction, then you're missing the point. My intention is merely to begin a conversation about men who wear thin belts and brag about their low-residency MFA programs. From there, the healing can perhaps begin. <laughs> um, you have to actually like see the chart with all the men and, and the like very specific annoying habits that they have too. It's hilarious. Anyway, Sarah writes tons of really great stuff along these lines. Um, her relationship with her mother reminds me a lot of my own, which yes, this is something I think I probably say every episode because it's true. And I feel like every episode of this show is basically proving the original premise, which is that there's something individual and universal in all of these stories. The totally random thing about Sarah is that I met her through an editor that I've worked with and a mutual acquaintance. And then when I emailed her, because we we discovered that we both live kind of in the middle of nowhere in the Sierra Nevada, she said, oh my God, I love your podcast. <laughs> and I was like, really? And she said, yeah, tell me about your mother. I think it's so good. And and I'm quoting her. This is like maybe the best review we've ever gotten. I listen to a lot of podcasts and I mostly hate them, but I, I actually like subscribed to keep listening to yours. <laughs> so anyway, she's uh, a friend and a fan and a great writer. And I think that you're going to, you're going to like hearing her story. But before we dig into that, a word from our Yes, sponsor. Today's episode of Tell Me About Your Mother is sponsored by Sunbasket. Many moons before they sponsored this podcast, I was telling people that this was the mailbox to go for. The food is great. It's all organic produce, sustainable meats and fish. And I particularly love that the recipes are often things that I wouldn't normally cook, or they might include spices that I might not keep on hand. So I get to try new things, but never in a way that it's like overly complicated or takes forever or anything like that. They do a really good job minimizing packaging too, which I really appreciate. That was always my big issue with um, any kind of box program. And I feel like they've really gone above and beyond on that. And there are so many options for the meals. There's gluten-free, vegan, paleo. So, you know, if you're having a week where you want to do the clean eating plan, you can do that. And then the following week, you can do something totally different. I recently tried the family meal plan, which is loaded with great, quick and healthy options that do every parent's favorite thing and sneak vegetables into their kids' meals without them noticing. <laughs> Especially in the summer, when everyone who doesn't have kids thinks that we're all having like really fun summer family time, but every working 
working parent I know is just barely hanging in there, it's really, really helpful to just have a fast, healthy meal prepped and ready for cooking. So if you've been thinking about trying this kind of thing to just supplement your your regular cooking and, and grocery deal, I highly recommend this one. And they're offering Tell Me About Your Mother listeners a really great deal. If you go to sunbasket.com slash mother and sign up, you get $35 off your first order. That's a meaningful discount. You should go get it. Sunbasket.com slash mother. That's sunbasket.com slash M-O-T-H-E-R. Okay, now on to Sarah's story. I was probably 10 and my mom would have been, you know, 42 or something, early 40s. And uh, she had a lot of friends who got sick around that time. She had friends that were older than her, maybe 10 or 20 years older than her. I mean, she had other friends too that her age, but she had this one friend that had cancer and um, was probably 60. And uh, I came home from school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so funny, Aww. and your, and um, it's so funny. Your husband was like, "You better bring Kleenex," and I was like, "What?" My mom was listening to um that Elton John song, your song. Yeah, and she was just crying, and she told me that her friend was gonna die, and I was, I'd seen my mom cry before. Like she cried when my dog died, and she, she my grandmother died, my dad's mom. She cried a little bit when my dad's mom died. My mom's mom lived to be like 800 years old and like just died. (laughs) (laughs) No, she died a while ago, but she lived to be really old. But, um, and I, I was really freaked out, but I was like, Oh, she's like a person. She has friends. Like I have friends. I get school and like one of her friends is dying. And, but I was also really scared. Um, cause it just, it just seemed like, I, I don't think I'd ever, I don't think I'd ever seen someone cry <sighs> over someone like, like my dog was like all of ours, you know, right, right. but it was like her friend that, and I knew her a little bit, but I like, I knew who she was, um, her name was Mrs. Bird. Like, I don't even remember her first name mm-hmm. and, uh, it just, it really affected, affected me. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I felt, I, and every time I hear that song, <laughs> I cry. Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I can't, I, I cannot get through like one second of that song. I sat on the roof and picked up the moss. Well, a few. Do you think it was like the first time you sort of like understood that something about death too that that uh, was part of it or no, no. I still th- I think I I don't think I understood about anything about death until I was like 42 years old which is no. actually weirdly old she was then but yeah like I because I I think because I'm such a narcissist that I was like only in my own death can I understand death so I probably probably not I mean like even my my grandmother died when I was like eight yeah and, 
But that doesn't dead. seem real when you're a kid. I feel like when well, it's like I just don't. You know, honestly, I, know. I feel like for some people, it doesn't seem. And I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it seems real until it's you, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I'm going to be dead someday. Yeah, I'm not going to be here anymore. Yeah, and the world is going to go on, and we're like, oh, great. No, you know? but yeah. So yeah. I probably understood more just about. I don't know. I don't know what I understood. I just was like, I think I was like, oh, life sucks or something, you know, <laughs> which I have not, has not been corrected. I yeah. mean, so I have moments, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, what, um, give me sort of like the, like the demographics of your mom. She looks like Katy Perry. <laughs> she doesn't really, <laughs> I'm going to be so embarrassed. She's like a waspy she Katy Perry. Actually, actually weirdly, Katy my mom is not a wasp. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. You, is this, isn't it? Didn't you find out like recently yeah. that she had? I mean, different... she is like culturally a wasp. You can't yeah. lose something like that. You can't just throw it away. Right. But she did find out recently that she is half like genetically or whatever that means. Yeah. Um, Ashkenaz or e- Eastern European Jewish, huh. which means that her mm, dad it was not her dad. I mean, most likely we don't know a hundred percent, but she does look exactly like her mother and yeah. I look exactly like her mother as well. And we don't really look anything like her dad and her dad was also like six, six and my mother's only five, five. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so she, so my mother's from Glenridge, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. She's actually Miss Glenridge, New Jersey, 1956. Wow. Tom Cruise was Mr. Glenridge, New Jersey. What? I just pointed that out to a friend of mine the other day. What? Yeah, it's very Not exciting. the same year as your mom, though. <laughs> no, okay. no, no, no. Yeah. Um, so my mom, yeah, my mother's from Glenridge, New Jersey, which is a really nice town in like, I think it's Essex County, uh, about an hour outside of New York City. And my mm. mom's dad was an executive for mobile oil, like a, sort of low, he was in marketing, like sort of low level. Ex- I shouldn't say executive. He was like, whatever, like mid, I don't know, mid-level manager. He's in marketing mm-hmm. for mobile oil. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother was, didn't do, didn't work. Mm-hmm. And my mom had a brother who was five years younger than her, who, mm-hmm. um, was, um, who just died and, mm-hmm. um, was, uh, kind of a near do well. And my mom was very um just like super good girl. Mm-hmm. Um I graduated from high school and she went to Skidmore and she was like head of student government at Skidmore and then she went to Harvard um education school and that's where and she's actually going out with this football player that she'd been going out with since she was twelve. Wow. And she met um yeah, and when she was so she'd been going out for ten years, wow. and he was one year ahead of her in in school or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and she went to Harvard, and my dad was in the program with her, the teaching program, mm-hmm. and um, he had gone. He went to the same college as the dude that my mom was dating, and my mom went up to my dad, and he was must have been wearing like a sweatshirt or a hat or something. Mm-hmm. So my mom went up to my dad, and she was like, "Oh, my boyfriend, you know, went to the same college as you." And yeah. she's all like proud, and my dad was just like, "Oh my god, that guy's like such a dick," but he didn't say that. And he was like, "Oh, okay," and I think uh-huh. he thought my mom was. I think he thought she was kind of cute, but then she was like, the thing for him was that she was really good at teaching and he was like horrible at it. And so he was just like, oh, (laughs) Um, like he's just sucked at it. He ended up becoming a school administrator. My mom was a teacher. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's, he's not as bad as some people are, but he was like, oh, this is, you know, I think he was just really, yeah, he's like, oh, this is hard. (laughs) And so he was like very impressed with my mom because my mom is like uh, really just sort of natural at it, Mm -hmm. you know? So the way narcissists often are. 
Really? I shouldn't say that do you either. Think they but... are? Do you think narcissists are good teachers? I guess <laughs> yes, so. They I like do. the sound of their own voices. I do. I say into a microphone. And they, yeah, they do. <laughs> I think there's like, I mean, I'm a little a little bit narcissistic myself. I don't think I'm like a horrible, like pathological narcissistic yeah. person. Like I, yeah. I lived with one and like almost married him. So I, I um, know what that's like, but I think yeah. I am slightly narcissistic as a, I mean, I think writers are like, anyway, I my mom you is a little have narcissistic. To, be to think that like whatever's going on in your head is worth sharing. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, I, I definitely think my mom is a narcissist too. Like she can't, she just can't like Will you put that on tape will you actually put that will you see yeah, my mom doesn't that? well one 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 uh example is like she never listens to or reads anything i do <laughs> oh my god no my mom like reads and it's because she's genuinely not interested that it's not because so she like funny. is afraid of what she might read or whatever Wait, she's just I like know? i know some yeah yeah um yeah my no my mom would like will definitely listen to this probably oh, really? she finds out about it yeah no my um i mean if my mom but she's if also, i like made a point of being like i have a podcast where people <laughs> talk about their moms then my mom would probably listen to it but like i've mentioned it and she's kind of like mm, what you know <laughs> oh that's so funny my parents are like obsessed with me really that's funny yeah kind of and i always sort of had this fantasy about like everything i always fantasized about was like having some sort of guardian who was just like hello sarah and i'd be like hello <laughs> and then i like go to my room because i was just like i mean my parents are like helicopter parents they're mm-hmm. total like 70s kind of parents and mm-hmm. i mean not like coke snorting 70s parents but, Swingers and but they definitely are like snorters. sort of always like you know more interested in some ways or my mom was more interested than i sort of wanted her to be so i had this fantasy yeah. of, like the the distant wealthy guardian <laughs> a benefactor a benefactor <laughs> Okay, so your mom grew up in New Jersey. She oh, yeah, my mom grew up in New Jersey. Beauty queen. No, she wasn't like a beauty queen. Um, she's actually like, I would say that we're both like, you know, similar levels of like attractive. Like, oh, you're okay, okay looking, but like, don't quit your day job kind of thing, which is like, I'm fine with that. Like, B plus or whatever. Maybe A minus, like, like, on a good, on on a a good day. day. Yeah, with yeah. Lipstick or whatever. Maybe, no, let's stick with B plus. Um, anyway, uh, she. Yeah, she went, and then she went to, she met my dad, and then they got married when they were really young, and Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so my dad, like, you know, they met in grad school, she just, like, left the dude, my dad was, like, it was just, my dad actually made this sort of case to her, it was Mm -hmm. like, here's a, like, a reasonable thought out case for why you should, like, leave this dude and marry me, and I don't even know how romantic it was, I was just like, he's like, here is, here is how you could have a, yes, here is how you could have a better life with me, Roland Miller. Um, <laughs> Roland? Yeah. And uh, that's actually funny that you're, because when my mother met my grandmother, the first thing she said to her was, why did you name him Roland? <laughs> and my grandmother was a single mother. Like, she just had my father. We don't really know, you know, who the, there was no father around. And anyway, and so my, when my mother, the very first thing she said to her in family lore is, why did you name him Roland? Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah. What did she say? I, you know? I don't know. That's so I funny. I can't remember. She probably was like, ooh. Um, she was like, oh, you uppity New Jersey girls. My grandmother's from Canada. But, um, uh, okay. So then, yeah, my parents, and then my parents, uh, my mom's been a teacher forever, and my parents, uh, is she still lived teaching? In the, no. in, they're like total New Englanders. Yeah. yeah. Is she still teaching? Or? Uh, no, she's like 80. So okay. she, 
she was a teacher for a really long time. She worked at a school near the school that I went to in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. So it's like a regional high school. Oh, she taught high school. Yeah, she taught high school. That's hard. Yeah. yeah. And for a really long time. And it was what like was a her long subject? to English. She, first it was history and then it was English. Yeah. And then she went back to UMass and got a doctorate like around when I graduated from college or my, no when my brother graduated from high school okay my mother got a p or doctorate a phd yeah. edd yeah i don't know something one of those things yeah like that. so that she could do what? so oh and then she became a professor and she's a oh. professor at middlebury for like two years but she didn't like that because my mom likes she doesn't like like rich people really well, she kind of does, but she kind of doesn't. That's funny. I think we have that in common. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> does and she want to borrow my shirt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> she kind of would, but yeah. And then she taught at Castleton State for a long time. I mean, like ten years, and then she yeah. retired when she was like seventy-three or something. And she oh, wow. and then she was like, I should have just kept working. I mean, I. Th- she's actually really. inspired is the wrong word but i just think i'm gonna just keep working until like well first of all i'm gonna have to because i'm fucking poor as a motherfucker and second of all like um i just feel like i just keep working yeah because it seems like if you sort of sort of like what you do yeah it seems like fine yeah i know i know i feel my mom loved teaching loves well loved like she's still alive but she loved teaching really oh my god she's that's the whole thing like that's actually sort of like my whole issue with her she's just like obsessed with teaching interesting and it was like sort of bothered me when i was younger yeah because i was jealous of like all her students plus she also taught at this high school that was sort of like nicer and better than my high school Mm mm-hmm and um i was like our students are so glamorous and like you know and she was she like more interested in them i felt like she was Mm. um i mean i'm sure she wasn't but yeah i felt like she was i mean but it's also like she's just interested in her job and now like i'm obsessed with my job so yeah you know um so and i don't have any kids but like i'll i just they like i'm just like i just talk about my job all the time yeah. You know, and I when before I had like now I have an actual job, but before I was like had an actual job, I just you know, like when yeah. we get together, we're just like, let's talk about our jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's what my mom, you know, was like into her job. And yeah. she was like, um when did so. she like was she um did she just like go right back to work after she had you? Uh she had my brother in nineteen sixty six when she was like 28 or whatever mm-hmm. and they lived in Colorado and I think she was home for a really short time and then mm-hmm. she basically went to my dad and was like this is the worst and I think my dad's mom moved out to Colorado or maybe she was already there they, they they moved out to Colorado very briefly yeah and um that's actually another funny story about my mom they lived there for like two years yeah not even yeah. maybe two years and my mother went to my dad and she was like okay yeah I get it like I'm going back to the east coast you yeah. can come with me or not and he was like, like he, he liked it there he's like but i can go like hunting and fishing here and she's like this place sucks it's like fucking ugly houses and like there's nothing here goodbye um so anyway my brother was born there and she went back to work very quickly yeah like very quickly and then um when i was born my grandmother at that point my dad's mom 
was sort of just like following us everywhere and she just took care of us and my mom went back to work wow. and it's so weird because my mom felt really bad about it yeah but like i just think like what a great i think that's thing amazing and my grandmother yeah. was really into it and she was you know fairly young i mean especially in terms of now like she yeah. would have been i don't know 55 when i was born or yeah, 30 yeah, yeah. i mean not 30 60 yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah. 60s, the new 30. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so she just took care of us and my mom went back to work. That's awesome. So did she, like, did she live with you guys or she was like, no, down she the just like lived ar- yeah, around, around the way and we were just always there. But then she died when I was eight. But then we just had like, um, na- like what you'd call nannies now, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was great. Like, I didn't, I never, I mean, I guess I, I guess I was like eight to 10. Maybe there were times where I was like, I will say the worst thing about like having nannies was or babysitters or whatever mm-hmm. was it when they leave it's really traumatic and like right. it's really awful it's awful yeah because it's like this parent child yeah. relationship and then they just but then leave they just and you never leave. see them again <sighs> that's awful. it's super weird yeah and everyone's just like oh like Shelly quit and you're like Shelly that's you're like my mom and then like you just never see and they're like shelly's getting married and you're like go to shelly's wedding and you're like bye shelly <laughs> so it's really it's actually really awful it's kind of weird but then i just i don't know I, I feel like all these things are either i don't know if they're good for you or not good for you i mean i see some yeah. people they're like my mom's my best friend and i'm like that's creepy <laughs> In general, how would you sort of categorize your relationship with her? And like, do you feel like it became oh, yeah, I forgot that. more strained as you got older? I feel like the other side of that was as I got older, mm-hmm. this is not so flattering. Yeah. But I just became such a snob about sort of like education. Like I started reading like more like theory, feminism, stuff like that. I, the truth is I really didn't understand very much of it and I still don't. But I did understand some things about it. Yeah. My mom was sort of like very like, I guess it would be, is it like second wave? I mean, I honestly yeah. don't even know. My which, mom would be like. Which waves or which? Yeah, yeah. I really yeah. don't <laughs> even know, which just goes yeah. to show like how I'm always like. Oh, I'm such a snob. And I was like, yet I know nothing. Like, yeah. whatever. I can't remember. I'm a, I can't keep anything straight. But I started reading just a lot of theory. And my mom was just like, oh, reading like stuff about like women. And I was like, like, what kind of word is woman? I was like, that's not even like a category. Like, why is that a word? I mean, not, not why is that a word, but like, like, why is man or woman a category? It's ridiculous. And I still yeah. sort of think that like Hillary Clinton, for example, being a woman, like meant nothing to me. Um, it didn't mean like nothing, but mostly nothing. But, and to my mom was like very important. And I would say that mm-hmm. that sort of, as when I got to college and I started reading like theory and stuff, I just sort of thought that the way that you know she'd be like women's education or like women and i was like oh like stop saying woman like you know (laughs) yeah and i was just really snotty about it and my parents were both like um really irritated yeah by me because i was really irritating and now i'm irritating again and there was like a period of me not being irritating (laughs) and i've returned (laughs) to being irritating so i feel like a lot of people sort of wish their relationship with their mm. mom was different in some way, mm. right? Is there some way that you kind of wish that you had a different relationship with your mom? Yeah, like I wish, I guess I just wish my mom didn't care what I thought about her. Mm. Like my dad just doesn't care or he, he doesn't really seem to care. And there's like nothing more. I feel like my mother and I 
our person, like our personalities are so, um, I don't want to use the word toxic because I hate the word toxic and it's so overused mm. by women. No, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, like I, I, I am somebody for whom like too much attention or too much interest in me is like really difficult to, I, I mean, I like being engaged yeah. with people, but as soon as somebody sort of depends on me, it yeah. is really, really hard for me. Like, and like your opinion of them, like impacts them in yeah. some like really substantial yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I sort of, uh, which is, is, is weird because I, I'm sort of the same. I mean, I, I don't know. I can be sort of similar the way she is with certain people, but not like, not really. I mean, I guess maybe a little bit like a partner, but mm-hmm. that's kind of normal, right? Like if your partner all of a sudden is like, I don't like you. You'd be like, that impacts me or whatever. But, right. Right. So um, she like wants your approval. Yeah. She like, like wants my hmm. approval and, um, I feel like she wants my approval and, I feel Does she like, like want you to want to be her best friend? <laughs> like a little bit. Like yeah, we had a conversation a couple of years ago where she sort of addressed like a f- sort of distance between us. Yeah, and, and I was like, just I really wanted to be able to um, cross it, that distance, mm-hmm. but I felt really incapable of doing it and mm-hmm. I just I feel like and this isn't her fault or anybody's fault I, I feel like I'm kind of a cold person in these weird pockets of my life mm. I have that too and I don't <laughs> know where they come from but sometimes people will be talking to me and I will just I and I, I other people must have it too right like I see it with my my boyfriend sometimes like and he's a great person and we have mm-hmm. a really good relationship i think yeah um and but i when you're close to somebody you can see them shut down and i just shut down sometimes and um that was a moment where i kind of was like oh god like all emotional faculties have been turned off and there's like no returning from that for me in that moment you know so and i i i sort of prefer I think I really like like intellectual relationships with people where, where emotional closeness is incidental yeah, and like accidental. And it's like, it's mm-hmm. very quick and like quick meaning like it, com- it comes and goes, but it can like kind of go. And even yeah. like my relationship is like that. Like I feel like my boyfriend and I sort of bond intellectually and then our emotional bond kind of follows from that. And yeah. I think we're both maybe like that. Yeah. But like, um, and you know, and I think my mom might be like that too. I don't know. In fact, I, th- I think my parent, my parents have been married for a really long time and they mm-hmm. have a really good marriage. I, yeah. I mean, it's not like perfect or whatever, but they, they've been married for almost like 60, I don't know, 55 years or something like that. And they get along, they have like decent life together. Like that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I think that they too, the reason that they have that is because they have the intellectual the, bond. The intellectual bond. That's interesting. Uh, and I don't mean intellectually. Like they sit around and talk about Proust or like Foucault or whatever. I'm just saying like they have like a mental <laughs> They have thing. that mental wavelength going. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, and so that's like sort of how I operate, I think emotionally. And also with humor for me is like a very strong way yes. to connect with somebody. And so I feel like my mom and I like sometimes have like the humor thing going, but there's like a lot of pressure on it. So then that sort of goes away. And then I'm sort of like, and then I just sort of like shut down because I can't sort of be asked yeah, to respond emotionally yeah. in any way, which is like awful. 
but which is like why I have a dog that's like has autism and I'm like this is the best dog <laughs> like you're the perfect dog for me my mom is actually funnier than I sort of give her credit for and the, the other thing is like I feel like my mom has a lot of things I don't give her credit for. Like I, I recent, I've realized in the last couple of years, like just how much misogyny plays into our images of our mothers. Like that sounds so stupid, and you're like, yeah, and you're like, though. as a scholar of like mothers and fem and feminism, <laughs> you're like, thanks for coming up with the most obvious thing ever. It's but true, I feel though. like yeah. men just get away with so much shit, and I feel like my dad has gotten away with so much shit. Like not that my dad does anything bad, right? right. Of course, because yeah. he's perfect. No, but yeah. um, I feel like you know a f- father's can mess stuff up, and you're like, whatever. Yeah, but your mom, you're like, nah. and. And I feel like the ways that men don't support, like in long-term marriages, I feel yeah. like, and my dad is like pretty good. Yeah. And he's like pretty like feminine, like his behavior is like pretty feminist. Like mm-hmm. I'd say he's like super feminist in certain ways. Yeah. Um, in terms of lots of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the ways that men don't support, especially older men who just don't, well, I think it still happens, but yeah. they don't have any sort of consciousness around like s- supporting women like emotionally. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, your your the the your mother is gonna have like certain things that are not quite right, right? And yeah. you're be like, Mom's so fucking blah 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 and you're like and really it's your dad's fault. Yeah. Because he's kind of like like my dad's not a dick, but he's like, um he can be just a little like distant and, and yeah. you know, and no one ever gets punished for being distant, right? Like yeah. people when people are distant, people just like like oh why are you so distant yeah you know but like it has an effect on things my dad is actually super involved with my kids like he's like a really good grandpa Mm -hmm. and my mom is like totally jealous because she's like he was like fucking nowhere when you guys were kids and i'm like oh that's really interesting like and so it's like she's glad that he's involved but But she's she's also like, like where was this guy 40 years ago you know um Cause like, you know, I'm a, I was a surprise twin. <laughs> so oh. my mom. Are you, are you the thought, only ones? Yeah. My mom thought ever? she was having one kid and got yeah. two, like 14 hours in, into labor later. Oh she, it was like, they're twins. Oh my God. Which is crazy. Like doesn't yeah. happen anymore, you right. know? Um, and so then all of and she had never held a baby before she had us and all of a sudden she had twins and like my dad freaked out and was like i have to work all the time so i can afford these kids and so you know she was like on her own raising two kids and whatever so you know i'm like "Mm." i'm sure that that like contributed to a lot yeah yeah (laughs) you mean just having to work all the time and like he's just like not being around and her having to do all this stuff and you know like now i'm like oh that explains a lot you know? know but at the time you're like why can't you just like be this person i want you to be it's not just the <sighs> total refrain of life though like why can't you be this person i want you to be and like most people yeah. are really i mean there's a lot of people that are really annoying yes but um most people are just kind of kind of doing their best yeah So is there anything about your mom that you feel like um, 
informed how like the type of woman in particular that you wanted to be woman that you wanted to be (laughs) good or bad like that you were like i'm definitely not going to be that type of woman or like things that you were like oh like that's cool that she loves her career so much or whatever um i would say like i would say mostly good both my parents and in some ways i feel just kind of like this is an obscene privilege Mm -hmm. to uh that I should like my job. Yeah. And that I should be like treated with respect. Like when people are, or that I should be paid. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I, I, you know, I'm a writer, so I, I obviously not paid like always exactly what I want to be right. paid. Right. Um, uh, historically, but just like, I see a lot of people now that are like, well, you know, whatever, this is like how it is. And, and my parents aren't like rich people. And my mom yeah. was just a teacher for a while and they're not, you know, that's like yeah, a working yeah, yeah. class job sort yeah. of, I guess. Yeah. I mean, my dad was like a school administrator, but like just sort of assuming that I sort of deserve to be respected, that I deserve to be like compensated, mm-hmm. which I feel like so many people have lost sight of. They're like, I'll take a dollar for this. It's okay. And I'm like, well, go fuck yourself, you know? <laughs> and I'm, it's like, and I get it. Like I will, you know, um, I would like the job that I'm doing right now, um, work like I working for popular, like I yeah. would sort of like, I would like do it for even maybe less. Like I, yeah, cause yeah, I yeah. just like, like it. Like if I, as long as I can don't say that on the record, yeah, yeah, don't, don't put that on, but I'm saying, <laughs> I mean, so like, yeah. I'm not like money's not, su- you know, having a lot of money is not super important to me, but I feel like it's important to be compensated. And I feel like that's like my mom's kind of like whatever and liking what you do and being respected. The crazy story I have about my mom so my mother taught at this regional high school in mm-hmm. Massachusetts and yeah. um, she just was like, and this was in the seventies, eighties. And she just was like, b- just constantly being attacked by not just men, but just women who really wanted to support patriarchy mm-hmm. just constantly. Yeah. And my mother was just always like, back the fuck up. <laughs> you know, she had this sort of like mentee uh-huh. who was this young woman. and um they were really good friends and we you yeah. know she was like a part kind of a a family friend they they got like accused accused or like of having an affair or something her and this, yeah and this mentee. Or then they were like oh, oh you like protected her because like you're sleeping with her or something and my mom like went through all this like legal i mean i don't know if she went i don't think she went to court but she was like had to go to the school board or she had to like do something and she there was like a some sort of arbitration or something and my mom just like won and she would yeah. do stuff like that all the time she was on the planning board of our town and mm-hmm. like they you know people are just like we want to build like a giant mall in your town she's like no i don't think so and yeah i mean so you know um and she just was constantly standing up to fucking dick dudes all the fucking time that's like all my mom did (laughs) so weird because i feel like the person she's like most scared of in the world is probably me Do you think that, like, your parents' relationship influenced, like, what you wouldn't want to put up with in relationships? Like, watching them in some way? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Because, I mean, I don't think my parents are, like, perfect at all. And I don't think their relationship is perfect. But, like, there really wasn't until I met my partner now that I was like, oh, this even approximates 
like, like what I somebody saw. like a friendship and like a bond yeah yeah and I kept just being like what the f-? you know I was always like what the fuck is this shit you know yeah like, this is bullshit yeah no I I really um was always kind of like I don't understand why <sighs> this is so hard Do you think that anything about your mom or your relationship with her mm. or watching her navigate like motherhood and career and whatever else had any impact on your own decisions about having kids or like how you feel? About yeah. It? Um, I actually feel like I don't have any kids and like, yeah, I really love not having kids. Like on the way over here, I was actually, I was actually speaking out loud to Merle on the road between Chucky and Sierraville. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, her dog. I, yeah. had been li- I had been listening to Duff Leopard, my favorite band. Uh-huh. And then I was just like, I just, it sort of went out because it was like on the internet or whatever. And yeah. I was just like, okay, Merle, like I'm going to turn this off and we're going to have a chat. And yeah. I was like, do I care that I don't have kids? And I was like, no, because I'm always like, Merle, your mom, like your mom and you are going on a trip. And then I'm like, it's kind of creepy that I'm always like, and then I was like, do I have like some a bizarre yearning to have a child? And like, I can tell that I don't. Cause as you can see, like I will cry when anything upsets me. Yeah, like yeah, if anything yeah. upsets me, I'll start crying. And as you can see, I'm dry eyed right now. <laughs> and, um, I think that I really love not having to give that attention to something else because I feel like I'd be so irritated. Yeah. And I like taking care of kids sometimes, but mostly only insofar as they're like willing to do what I want. Like I wanted to yeah. babysit the other day. I was like, did your kid want to go, did your eight year old want to see crazy rich Asians? Cause if they do, I will take them. <laughs> um, but if I did have a kid, I think I would kind of say to the kid, like, you know what? I'm not like going to be like the best kind of mom, but maybe I'll be like the kind of mom that you might have wanted because I actually feel like I kind of would have wanted a mom yeah. that's more like me and I actually feel like my mom is like that yeah but she's so conflicted about being like that that oh, she's like she you felt know, like she had to live up to yeah some, she's like, like I need to be like a mom but like really I was like oh you could have been like so distant and that would have worked so well for me yeah like you could have been like Merle except you could have had like a checkbook no <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this time. I hope you enjoyed Sarah's story. We're always looking for new folks to profile and interview. So if you've got an idea for someone or you want to volunteer yourself, hit me up at amy at criticalfrequency.org. And since this question comes up a lot, no, you do not have to be famous uh, or well-known in your profession. This is a subject matter that applies to everyone who has a mother of any kind, (laughs) which is most people. So please get in touch. And we'd also, of course, love to hear any feedback about the show, um, whether it's this episode or the show in general, shoot us a note. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Tell Me About Your Mother is produced and distributed by Critical Frequency. To send feedback or suggestions, please shoot me a note at amy at criticalfrequency.org. That's A-M-Y at criticalfrequency.org. Our music is by B. Beeman. That's B-H-I-B-H-I-M-A-N. And original illustrations for each episode are drawn by James Guthman. You can follow us on Twitter at About Your Ma and on Instagram and Facebook at T-Mame Podcast. That's T-M-A-Y-M Podcast. 
Yes, all the easier names were taken. <laughs> Tell me about your mother is available across all listening platforms. Please rate or review the podcast wherever you're finding it. It helps us find new listeners. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.